So you all can just chill now. I'm normal. <laughs> like all of you. You're not a celebrity. I'm not sitting here with a celebrity. <laughs> Busting my bubble. I don't like it. Well, too bad. <laughs> Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Magnetica podcast. I almost forgot how we do the intro. <laughs> Cuz it's been a minute. Let me do a tick too, guys. Sorry for that. Hi guys. My name is Miss Phil and I'm hanging out with the amazing and beautiful co-host Kim. Yeah, I think that's more like it. We're back. We're back together. Today we're doing an episode together after a long time. I don't even know when we did an episode together. So, but we're here. Kim, how are you doing? How is the Nairobi weather taking you? Took August, but it feels like we're just in June, July. Time, I don't know where time is going. I'm not sure. We were just celebrating Happy New Year the other day. It will be Christmas tomorrow. <laughs> the weather is fine. Tumezoea sasa. We are used to it. Yeah, if it wants to get any colder, watch I kuje. Yeah, we are very prepared. Okay. No, that's a joke though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for the sun. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask, are you more of a cold season person or sun? Which one do you prefer? Hot or cold? Interestingly, I prefer cold. I knew it. Because <laughs> I was born in the cold. <laughs> I was born in the cold. If you put me in an extremely hot place, I don't even know what to do with it. Because I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Cool down a little bit. Yeah. So I prefer cold places. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think I'd prefer summer <laughs> to cold honestly but I know the cold the hot season makes me lazier. Yeah. I get tired more. The the sun, the heat outside when it's too much. So I think for me I like a balance of both. But I was born in February where you know the heat in January is slightly ending mm-hmm. so almost like in between. So that's what I prefer. Yeah, but any day wearing sleeveless over layering of clothes i'd rather choose the summer <laughs> i'm okay with trenches and jackets i'm i'm good with that and scarves and this weather has been a struggle for me i've had to buy jackets man <laughs> yeah me i'm ready yeah you you're always ready scarves and jackets when the sun comes then i'll be like you know what today do with all these scarves i'll still wear them okay as accessories all right so guys we're doing this episode to catch up on to catch you up uh also to catch ourselves up on what we've been up to in our lives where we've been especially me first of all i am super grateful to Kim for holding down the episodes with the amazing interviews and if you haven't listened to Nigerian presidential aspirant Eunice oh my god please just go just go Pause this episode right now. Go and listen to her. The wisdom that is in that episode is amazing. It's too much. I listened to it when I was editing. I've listened to it twice. Same. <laughs> and everyone I've shared the episode too. They're just like, wow. Wow. Thank you so much, Madam Eunice. Let me just call you Madam for coming to the podcast. It has been amazing. When you read the feedback from Kenyans, 
we are waiting for you Pilot GKIA, Jomo Kenyatta International Airport. But thank you so much for sending you all the love in Nigeria. Mimi, naeza liya. Okay, fikire ya episode neza, nza kulia. Yeah, it was short. It was very insightful. Insightful. And it, at a personal level, it made me understand what women in politics go through. The playing field is not the same with their male counterparts and i think that is a knowledge that so many people don't have and we you know we we hear them complain in the media they're like i was harassed my dress was torn during campaigns but hey it goes beyond that it really goes beyond that i don't want to preempt the episode i want you to go back and listen to it yeah yeah i i, I also liked what she said about how she deals with corruption mm-hmm. i think to me that made perfect sense you don't have to walk around like i'm the anti-corruption machine <laughs> <laughs> i was born yeah to uh, combat corruption in this world yeah there's a tactical way to do it mm-hmm. which i totally agree with you know yeah. like this you're not going to go anywhere if you're alienating people and you have a holier than thou attitude exactly yeah. and you want to be president <laughs> how or even a human being you can't <laughs> so i i think there was a lot in yeah. that episode i really appreciated that episode me too yeah so yeah. thanks to magnetica for existing <laughs> ah, i loved it amazing yeah. so kim where have you been you've been interviewing great men and women <laughs> in this continent <laughs> of ours africa besides the interviews that you've done on the podcast where have you been what you've been up to I have been doing life mm-hmm. and I'm happy to be doing life. <laughs> life is interesting. I have switched jobs like a typical Gen Z very proudly. <laughs> That's the step. Drum rolls my people. Gen Z we ain't playing. No, but I'm not saying that. Oh, let me let me, you know, like oh, job hop for nothing. <laughs> um it, it's been very intentional sometimes. Yeah. Uh yeah, I would say it's been intentional to be honest. Let me be honest. <laughs> it's been very intentional. Yeah. I've loved seeing different cultures, seeing how different organizations think about their customers, about their employees. Seeing how I react in different settings. Mhm. It's been very interesting to watch myself. <laughs> you know yeah. how when you when you uh leave I don't know maybe you leave home for instance mm-hmm. and then you go to a new place mm-hmm. and then the things you were used to doing when you were staying with your parents you're not doing anymore mm-hmm. the things you were used to in the areas you were staying they don't happen anymore yeah. no people in this area do different things and you need to adapt yeah <laughs> and when i say adapt it could be you're adapting to either a better situation or a worse situation yeah and the most interesting thing is that I have um it's you might find yourself not even identifying <laughs> that you you're in a better situation okay. um you because you're used to maybe something as not as good yeah and then you have to adopt, adapt but you don't even know it it's such a strange thing you know when people say 
I walked into a room. I've never been in a room so nice. I don't even know it's nice. <laughs> because <That's bad. laughs> yeah. you've been used to bad. <laughs> you've been used to something else that you thought was nice. Yeah, that you thought, okay, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And then now you're in like, okay, no, this is actually the real cool. Yeah. And you don't even see it. Mm. It's so interesting. I get to what Yeah. Um, so that happened, just being in a different environment and then adapting. Yeah. Being in many different environments, actually. Yeah, which gives you a much broader perspective. Yeah. Uh, I think the other thing that has happened, which obviously all of you know, is podcasting. <laughs> yeah, she's been holding the fort. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't even feel like holding the fort. <laughs> it was just like, hmm. Uh, we need an episode, so yeah. I need an episode. <laughs> so let's get it. Yeah. And it's, I was talking to a friend about, cause when we put out the episode for Miss Eunice, mm-hmm. I honestly can't call her without a prefix before. Cause I feel like, no, it's not proper. <laughs> okay. I just can't call her Eunice. Yeah. Um, when I did that and people are like, um, wow, this is great. You know, where did you get? get this lady from yeah and i'm thinking there's so much mundane work that goes into creating a podcast Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like hallelujah and colors yeah and you know pop it's just like hey how are you are you gonna come over and then they come over and then you have zoom calls that have interruptions and it's just ugly work (laughs) ugly behind the scenes work Mm -hmm. and that's how all work is yeah but that doesn't mean it's not happy yeah yeah i'm not sitting down like oh gosh i'm so bored no yeah it's just every day is it's just chipping away and it feels like another boring thing to do another boring (laughs) thing to do a boring thing to do and then people see the outcome and they're like hmm and then you're like but it was so boring <laughs> getting here was so boring <laughs> you know and then because you were you already know what the end product is yeah you're not uh you the feeling that the audience or the person who's receiving the end product mm-hmm. gets yeah you don't get the same you don't feeling. get the same yeah because you already moved on <laughs> from it you moved on <laughs> from it and you're thinking about the next thing the next one yeah yes so that has been something that i think i knew but now has landed well mm. which means that now mm-hmm. i'm more patient mm. i'm more patient i'm more i'm more likely to embrace the concept of patience because it's like it's just ugly work ugly work ugly work Boring work, boring work, boring work. And then after 10 years, you're like, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> what is life? Yeah. Yeah. Here it is. And, and it looks so glamorous, but you're over it. Mm-hmm. That book you're working on, over it. You're over it already. Yeah. So yeah. I've, I've been working on projects. Mm-hmm. Now I'm talking too much. <laughs> but I've just remembered that I, I, I actually went to Kisumu. Oh yeah, there was a period you were in Kisumu. Yeah. Okay. Tell Actually, us it about was Homa Bay County. Homa Bay. Yeah. That was your first time. Yeah, that was my first time. So when you got to Kisumu, 
right? You get to Kisumu then to Homa Bay. Yeah, you get yeah. to Kisumu. I've only been to Kisumu, which is also this year. So mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'll say I'll say um, what was my first reaction when I got to the city? But you go first. What when you got to Kisumu? What was the first thing that came to your mind, or what do you remember now? I remember it was very clean. Me too. Mm-hmm. I think I noticed that immediately. Yeah, I was like, there's no litter. <laughs> Where the paper bags were <laughs> nothing. Yeah. That's one thing. The other thing, I was like, it's tiny. Yeah. It's very small. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't feel like a city. You know, like how yeah. Nairobi is grand and busy. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't as busy mm-hmm. because there were no cars on the streets per se. Yeah. You know, no, no traffic, no yeah. crazy traffic. Yeah. And... No large building. There was a lot of land, mm-hmm. empty space, yeah, lying around. So it felt, yeah, it felt small. <laughs> it was very clean. It was extremely clean. I think, yeah. Also, that's the first thing that came to me. I was like, "What?" Okay, so the Kisumu I have known for all those years was the one that the media portrays, right? Yes. So I get to Kisumu. I'm like. This city is so clean. It's so orderly. It looks so good. People are not shouting at the top of their voices and they're not chaotic as I expected. They're not rioting. It's quieter. It's peaceful. It's just a city. It's chill. It's chill. It's unlike Nairobi. When I went there, it was culture shock for me. 101. And then another thing I expected, every place there'll be fish sold. I don't know why. I just imagined. <laughs> what? <laughs> because everyone who saw my status, mm-hmm. so I'd gone to Kisumu for a wedding. Everyone who saw was like, make sure you eat fresh fish. So me, I assumed, you know, when I get to Kisumu, fresh fish from the side, here, there. <laughs> but also we took a boat ride and that was very serene. It was nice. I, I could live in Kisumu, just that I have fun places <laughs> and things to do. <laughs> I, I could live in Kisumu, but it's not busy enough for me. Exactly. I think I want I want, I want to feel kind of urgency, you know, like, oh yeah. my gosh, where are we rushing to? Nowhere, yeah. but we are rushing. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't expecting fish everywhere. Okay. <laughs> I think it's because... A few years ago, I, I started doing fieldwork in Kibera. Ah. And that was like, I think, three years ago. Yeah. When I went there, the first days I went there, I had all these notions in my head. <laughs> I was like, first of all, uh, it's a low-income settlement. Yeah. A slum, also mm-hmm. called slum. Yeah. And so you're just going to be there, uh, jumping over ditches. <laughs> 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 the whole time yeah and you need to be on the lookout can be chaotic any minute mm-hmm. no that was three years ago yeah and then i got there mm-hmm. and the first place i landed was ayani ayani is not ayani has better drainages than kino i know it has tarmac <laughs> thank <Road>. you <laughs> everywhere <laughs> ayani is such a and nice it place. has normal houses so i was 
You were like, Shocked. is this Kibera? I was like, oh, this is Kibera. Am I lost? So guys told me, uh-huh. and even, you, you know, when uh, Kibera was being watched in the news and documentaries, they usually have like, at those times, I don't think drones had, had landed yet. So it looked like a helicopter flying above, mm. taking like a video. Yeah. And they, they just have roofs. They're just videoing these roofs. So you're like, hey, these two houses, just back to back to back to back. You just have like a small path for passing <laughs> and trenches. <laughs> And I yeah. got there and it was nothing like that. Yeah. And I was just, and I think from then henceforth, I was just like expectation versus reality. So by the time I was going, and then, you know, I had also gone to Garissa before. Oh. And it was such a big deal when yeah. I was going to Garissa because it was like, oh, Al Shabab. Yeah. You're going to be bombed. <laughs> going to secure yeah. you there it is and then I went there and it was like nothing so I think by that by the time I was getting to Kisumu you had already managed your yeah. expectations a bit yeah, yeah. I, I think I was you just, are like okay there's what happens in the media and there's what happens on ground yeah so you were you went with an open mind yeah me when I went <laughs> I was like I want to see this fish and I want to test this fish. <laughs> I want to feel if it's different from the one we eat in Nairobi. I had expectations and I think it's good to travel. You also understand the culture of the people, everything. And it helps you to deconstruct the myths and the misconceptions because what the media does is one story. And you remember what Chimamanda says, the danger of one-sided stories. It's true. Yeah, so it's quite good. Hopefully we get to travel more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should. Everyone should. Everyone should. Let's travel more. Get out. Go to the next county. Yeah. <laughs> and see what they do. And see what they do. And see. And discover more. Uh-huh. Any other thing you've been up to? I think I've been up to a lot. Okay. <laughs> but that will do for now. That will do for now. Yeah, we have more episodes now. coming. Yeah. Okay. So why have I been away from the podcast? <laughs> Because you have been crisscrossing this country <laughs> on paths. <laughs> Yay. Wow. I think in my whole life, I've not attended as many events as I have attended this year, courtesy of my job at Pals. So what happened is I was going to cover events. Mostly it used to happen over the weekends. But when I think the country fully resumed, to back to business and then events were back we even had events coming as early as monday wednesday so during the week so my weeks were packed there were days i would i was not resting well i w- i think one thing i was very intentional was the food <laughs> i was eating because i knew if i'm gonna walk talk to celebrities in kenya <laughs> i need I, I i need to be fit i need to eat <laughs> I, I i don't i didn't want to look emaciated <laughs> so I was eating proper. Uh, the biggest challenge was just sleep. But I think also uh, the times I needed to rest meant that I also had to sacrifice some of the things that I was doing. So I think that's why I took a time off from the podcast to focus on that. It was something new I was learning. So I wanted to invest in it and learn because I'm also very big on events. I'm an event junkie, whatever. It's how are they called? They give me the excitement. You should see me during an event. I'm twice as excited as I am in life. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's been interesting. I know mm, there's the question of celebrities in Kenya. And how they behave. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we are curious. <laughs> I've been getting this question a lot. First of all, let me just put it out there. 
and making clear for everyone i'm not a celebrity my job you are not <laughs> you, you, the whole time we thought i'm not a celebrity and i just want to make it clear to everyone so you all can just chill now i'm normal <laughs> like you are not a celebrity i'm not sitting here with a celebrity <laughs> busting my bubble i don't like it well too bad <laughs> too bad But yeah, so my job allows me to interact with celebrities when I'm interviewing them. And it goes as far as that. If we become friends, well and good. If we don't become friends, that's not the purpose. So, I'm just going to say that we have different celebrities in Kenya. There are those who are outright nice. They will be receptive. They'll give you an opportunity to interview them. You will have a good time. You'll have fun, and they will never make you feel like you know I'm the celebrity. You wait, wait, no more monanchi. You just you. Hey, Miss Phil, where you go to? You know, miniko, miniko apa juvo ko down. No, there are those who make you feel like they are your big brother. I feel like I wanna drop names. <laughs> yeah, so celebrities like Bian. When you interview Bian, you can feel his aura, his presence, you can feel it. But he doesn't make you feel like he doesn't minion, minion or inferior. You feel like you're talking to like an elder brother, you know, someone you can look up to, you can learn from. And he makes it so simple. So I think the reason why I've given him as an example was because he was the first big celebrity quote unquote that I interviewed, which was so random. I was not even prepared. I was just like, okay, You need to go to this place. He's launching. And you also need to interview him. And he's tall. He's like, I don't know how many feet tall. They even have a photo on Instagram. Him making fun of She's my height. She's the short one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. So, there are those who make you feel like that. And there's those that you have to hey, marinate. Me, I've learned the art of marination. Celebrities will humble you. <laughs> You'd be like, can I interview you? You know... Let me eat first. You think they're going to eat? They have already ducked your interview like that. So at first you never know, and then later on you discover. Oh, so that's usually the tactic. All right, but I could say that a big percentage of the celebrities have been nice. I met Abel Motua. He was so chilled, down to earth. It was during a podcast uh, recording for Minor Minds. Shout out to you. It was a very amazing event. So there are people. I, you meet and they just stand out because of their humility and their kindness and those are the human beings we want especially if you're in a place of influence i think it's good plus i'm just doing my work bro just be nice i'm not here for your money no otherwise i would be minding my own business doing my podcast and stuff but i've met i've met both worlds i don't want to mention the names of <laughs> the bad ones <laughs> There's always a benefit of doubt. Let me just assume they were having a bad day or I was not pretty enough for them. There's also that, but you know, we don't care. We move I on. I think we'll go with the bad day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. It's been exciting. It's been amazing. It's been a good experience. My highlight was attending Rema's concert. I think it's one of the best concerts I attended apart from, you know, whatever we experienced of um there was a whole push and pull between VIP and the regular the, it was a bit chaotic mm-hmm. but his performance was amazing it was just good vibes until that point but yeah he's a good musician i loved his performance he killed it 
So I think he's still the highlight. Bado sijaenda concert yenyeta itabiti yake. So I'm still waiting because I'm getting back to events in September. So yeah. And I think we can jump on to what is happening currently the elections. You've mentioned highlights. Oh, lowlights. Oh, lowlights. Yeah. Wow. Lack of sleep. <laughs> First of all, I've not had enough time to be with family. That's that's the downside. I keep telling my mom, I'm going home. I'm going home. And then last week I'm like, okay, something came up. But we had a discussion and she, you know, she understood some sacrifices you have to make. So I think eh, I've missed out so much on my family. I've missed out on the podcast. I've been editing the podcast here and there. So at least that has caught me up. And sleep. Eh, the days I get sleep, I can sleep the whole day. <laughs> yeah. And I think also friends. Some friends. I've not been hanging out with people as much as I'd want to. But the friends who are close to me, they understand. And there's a period for that. So yeah, um, I think right now I'm trying to fix that. But I remember at the beginning of the year, the thing that I was very, very intentional about was listening to my body. So eating, uh, trying to sleep. And the reason why I'm saying sleep, it, when I wanted to sleep, it meant I had to miss out on these other functions that were not work. So I said I will not I will not neglect the needs of my body. If my body wants to rest, I rest. I think it even reached a point that I took a break also from going to events because I felt like okay, my body now cannot handle this. Let me take a break. And I took a very long break and I think until now I've been on a break apart from one two three events here and there. Oh yeah, and I went for TikTok Creators Day. How can I forget? It was an amazing I think I'd be best to say that my favorite content creators are TikTokers. <laughs> but I'm yet to go for an event for Instagrammers, YouTubers, podcasters. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and, and meet the whole community. Yeah. But yeah, TikTokers are amazing. They're fun. They're cool peeps. So yeah, I think two of my highlight events was TikTokers, Creators Day, and Forever's concert. Yeah. But it's been good. It's been good. My lowlights have been those. I've, I've missed out on so much from my friends and my family but in the time that i took a break i think i've really caught up with almost everyone who's close in my circle yeah okay <laughs> now we can move on yeah. <laughs> yeah let's talk about elections you know we're not going to ignore this topic because first of all i'm not sure Gen Z, if you voted 20 something uh, did you vote kim <laughs> okay done <laughs> i also voted <laughs> Yeah. So, why did you vote? Why did I vote? Yeah. First of all, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, how do you... The thrill of the experience. Okay. It's like, yeah, I went to the queue, I saw people, yeah. and I voted. Yeah. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> okay. I think everyone else was like, that's thrilling. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you... you yeah, why not? You experience it for yourself. Experience it for yourself. Yeah. Number two, I felt that it enables me to contribute better to issues. Okay. Because it keeps me in check. Yeah. In a way. Like I feel like that's an investment I've made in state affairs. Yeah. <laughs> so if something comes up anywhere that re- it is concerning issues 
policy i'm more likely to listen yeah than not yeah because i voted yeah sometimes i don't usually like have i'm not usually always there mm-hmm. to listen to all oh, this politics yeah but if something picks my interest i'll likely follow up on it yeah. because i'll be like why is this happening yeah and i'll be more interested to know who won who didn't win and why yeah if i didn't vote i'll be like i didn't vote anyway yeah who cares? just okay. announce i want mm-hmm. to move on with my life mm-hmm. but because i voted there's a part of me that like i want to know mm-hmm. what's going on yeah. and where it's going on yeah. the way it is yeah. which i feel is important it's very important yeah, yeah. so that's why i voted because okay. i was like yeah <laughs> experience why not why not panga your life yeah 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 okay i also voted and i think number one the reason why i voted is because i know as much as people say voting doesn't count i know it counts and it counts both ways i think you've given a good example of having a sense of wanting your leaders to be accountable and awareness because when you're part of something you want accountability right you want follow ups you want to know what's happening so as what yami mami said if you didn't vote don't come to social media to bash people don't tweet it does it's not a good picture when you don't vote i don't no know. one will know <laughs> unless we come checking your fingers right now yeah but don't go to social media to brag about how you didn't vote to those who voted it's not a good picture honestly from my standing point Even of me view from my point of view like yeah. no yeah i'm not proud of you no. yeah yeah but let's talk about the fact that we had a low vote turnout and apparently young people <laughs> didn't show up <laughs> yeah yeah young people showed up uh, to the campaigns like concerts <laughs> oh my dad said the same thing but eh kwa ballot <clears throat> different Tricks. different stories eh? yeah people didn't show up yeah uh yeah why did people i think i i, I really i'm waiting for people to come up with reports <laughs> on that like yeah. how many young people voted yeah and why did why was the turnout as low as yeah. compared to the other places yeah yeah by watching what has been on mainstream i think mostly people have said the economic status of the country has been a challenge to many people so and also the fact that we've had leaders who have come with empty promises you know we, we just I think that's the biggest yeah i feel yeah. like that was number one. the fact that there are some people who you know also voting is costly i mean i i voted in a polling station where i don't currently live at so i had to spend i had to pay a cost yeah. there are people who have to go back to their rural country yeah. so the lack of motivation you're just like <sighs> why would i even need to spend all this money for that so there's also that and i feel like that if that is what is happening on ground then it should be an observation to the leaders who've already been elected the fact that you know what kenyans are watching we're seeing what you're doing we're seeing through the lies we might not be uh, what is it called we might not demonstrate and do all those things but the lack of people voting was a voice in itself it was a message and a very strong message that number one you guys have been telling us blah 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 and then you do something different and then you think people have not been noticing we've been saying and we are acting it might not be the best way to act but i feel like it should be a challenge to every leader who's been elected just know that you people 
they are watching and they're listening and especially this generation we are not about to marinate you and you ain't doing nothing <laughs> you know it's funny because we will come to your campaigns but trust you t-shirts and, and and cups and, cups and wristbands and all those things because we've also realized you're taking from us we'll take the little that we also want so hi it's very interesting <laughs> yeah but also why is mr chebukati not giving us results boss <sighs> it's been one week <laughs> this has never and people happened. have already counted <laughs> had to do a <laughs> whole feature story about the way kenyan election results are not coming out are we still telling <laughs> you know i thought when he said our mathematics was slow I feel like he's is going backwards. So they are confirming and reconfirming. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Only Chabukati. But he said he has seven days. So on the seventh day, yeah, he's day, like on the seventh day I'll just show I'll up. I'll just show midnight, up midnight, 11:59 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is all. You cannot take me to court. But the elections have been Smooth. interesting. Yeah. And it's funny yeah. because you know that vibe for elections that usually there it wasn't that much it wasn't that much it was like yeah let's go vote let's be excited but let's go back to work yeah immediately the after. in fact even <laughs> it was like i'm voting in the morning after that i'm i've, I've gone to work exactly yeah or yeah. i'm voting or today I will, tomorrow or i worked in the work. morning yeah in the afternoon i'm voting and work continues yeah and i i, I think that's the kenya we want and in all areas honestly because i know there are some areas where people parked there are still people well we're speaking right now in their rural homes yeah. so also mr chebu is holding those guys there yeah <laughs> they have not they have not done any any economic yeah. activity yeah <laughs> bro economy yetu inaumia lakini anxiety ndio inaua wa kenya sana sana wakati kwa tv wana watch kuna wenye wajalala wanatoa ajalala wanangoja tu election and then you know right now there's no tv station that's showing any numbers <laughs> So Chabukati your fate is in our hands. <laughs> ABC is usually so powerful after every five years. <laughs> like but no, I'm I'm this is I, the I feel like we have evolved, yeah. No, I I I I also just want to load the ABC team. They've done a good job. Yeah, especially on ground. Let me not speak about the presidential, presidential whatever because yeah. it's not yet out, but everything else is it's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the leaders have carried themselves in a very very professional with decorum. Decorum manner. <laughs> I was defeated. I concede. I that's that's the Kenya we want. We don't want every five years we're going to elections. I have anxiety that tomorrow something could happen. Like you said, we want a Kenya where we are voting today tomorrow business as usual or you vote in the morning in the afternoon you are at work or you go yeah. you sh- you do shifts exactly. you you voting in the morning yeah. yes yeah me I'll vote in the afternoon exactly come and hold hold yeah. down yeah the job yeah. yeah yeah so far so good we've maintained a good image even to our international friends let's keep it at that dear kenyans let's keep it at that. and to africans and to africans <laughs> and our leaders at the top let's keep it at that Yeah. So speaking of of young people and not voting. I feel like that's just what they've been doing <laughs> everywhere else in life. Like mm-hmm. oh, um here's a job I don't like. Okay, bye. <laughs> as soon as they can bye. say bye. Yeah. Like they just make decisions. 
or rather we just make decisions, decisions. and it's it sounds like we just make decisions like snap yeah. yeah but it's not like snap because even when you go through social media you see that during the campaign period young people have been saying these people are all the same yeah <laughs> the vibe was there that young people were not going to vote mm. it's just that maybe we didn't expect them to actually not vote yeah so even at let's say at workplaces people don't just pack up and leave there's always something you've been told like I want this, I want that, or this could be done better in the school. And then you were just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another millennial <laughs> or yeah. Gen Z yeah. telling us what to do. Yeah. And then they just leave. And then everyone is like, y'all can't hold it down uh, in one place, blah, blah, blah. I feel like it's the same vibe. I think the statement, y'all can't hold it down in one place is very negative. I, and I don't think it's, that's, is that what's yeah. happening? As a young person, as a Gen Z, <laughs> proud, proud Gen Z. I mean, I don't know why I was created like this. So first of all, don't come you or me and allow me to rant. Because <laughs> I think I've also experienced a fair share of that comment. You are can't hold it down. You all are making too many decisions you're so fast. Oh, you're too impatient. Oh, you're so impulsive or whatnot or this or that. And then the fact that, oh, you're doing this and that and that and that. Okay, how? You know, there's too much. I feel like, first of all, sit and understand the root cause. For the number one reason is the fact that Gen Z's, we, we don't want to suffer when we know we can make a better choice. That's number one. <laughs> <laughs> that is the lady I was talking to <laughs> yeah. from church, actually. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I talked to my parents. She's a very decent human being. Yeah. She's not spoiled. She works hard. Yeah. Like, she was talking to her parents. And she was like, I don't understand. My parents, they have grown up struggling for everything. So they're, they're always like, life is a struggle. But me, I'm like, no, I don't have to struggle. Like, siyamke asubuyi kuchota maju siju kulima siju ngombe siju what? There are other paths that don't involve that much struggle. Yeah. And she was like, I don't have to struggle. Literally. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, I don't, I don't agree with that thinking. Yeah. And by the way, if I go and tell someone who's my parents age that, they're just going to think, hey, <laughs> the craziness of these young people, I don't know who will save them. Yeah. And it's not that they don't want to struggle. They're choosing a different kind of struggle. Yeah. It's like path of least resistance. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well put. Yeah. <laughs> like That's why? It. That's it. Why are we going through all this? Yeah. Oops. Just sure. Yeah. Get I can tell you for sure there are young people who voted and I've had a discussion with a couple of my friends and they didn't vote for everyone who was in ba- the ballot. When I say everyone, like if they checked and they were like, okay, in my area, I don't feel like any of these guys deserves to be an MP. I leave it blank. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. we it's a generation that's just thinking, okay. What value are you bringing? If I don't have a choice, I don't have a choice. And this is what happened with the elections. There was no better choice. So some chose, okay, let me sit at home. Others, like me, were like, okay, I have a few candidates that I feel like would, you know, do something. And I see something in them. Let me go vote. There are some people who just woke up and they were like, me, I'm voting for everyone. Because I'm voting parties. Mm -hmm. Everyone is different, but don't crucify Gen Z's for coming with a different way, point of view, thinking, with new mindset. Accommodate us, understand how we think, why we think. And it's, 
it's the nature of what we were born the time we were born at so, and by the way well, it's not changing <laughs> so no matter how anyone goes like oh it's <laughs> we are not changing so it's how do we <laughs> cohabit cohabit each other yeah yeah it's not like we're not changing it's not going to change there's no gen z choosing struggle okay there are some who of course we're all different it's not a blanket at you oh you're all like this yeah no. But if we see there's a better way, there's a better way. That's the one we want to choose. Yeah. If we think, if we don't want to choose anyone, we leave it blank. We are leaving it blank. Yeah. That's how it is. And it it comes as far as media consumption. Mm-hmm. The fact that when Gen Zs go to different platforms, they know when I go to this platform, there's what I'm going to get. It's entertainment. When I go to this one, when I go to Twitter, like during this period of elections, there's been a lot of fake news. You think we don't know? Left, right, and center. It's like <laughs> you can literally read a tweet, and you're like, "Hey, this fake one, li- fake." <laughs> yeah. So, as you say, they're not about to change. <laughs> it's not changing. <laughs> yeah. Just we need to find a way to work together with the new mindset because you know, change is not easy. <laughs> yeah, and I think our parents are going through that point of change, and up to the point where some parents are like. Mimi nimeinua mkono juu. Nimeachana na huyu sasa. Tuko wengi tumeinulua mkono juu tuwafanya. Fanya kinyo unafanya. Kama it makes sense tutakuwa tutakusaidia. But we would really want it to we really want the support even before it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We are also looking for that support because it's not like we know everything. We haven't we don't have it figured out. We're starting. We're starting. But we're just starting with the knowledge that I can do better. It could be better. And we have the why question. And and the thing is, what we know is that we from having observed our parents, we know what we don't want. Now we're trying to figure out what we want. What we want. And obviously that means we're not going to follow the same things yeah. that they did. Because we're like this led you here. Yeah. So we're just <laughs> and and end, we have different opportunities from what they had. Yeah. We have a, it's a completely different time. Yeah. So obviously when our paths will not be similar so it's yeah and not, it's not changing so <laughs> <laughs> well like mm. yeah <laughs> well all right thank you guys thank you for staying with us you know what we've been up to where we've been at you can follow us on our social media platforms magnetica podcast on instagram and we're also on youtube so check us out and also we are still on all the podcasting platforms magnetica podcast goodbye let's keep the peace i hope by the time this episode is out we'll have results but if not let's maintain the calm yeah 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 okay bye bye bye